Which I don't know. I'm gonna miss a lot of jokes as we we record this episode that I didn't push the record button on. I was prepared, clapped off, did everything, but what I did, what we didn't do, is push the record button. Actually, I need you to bring Tom. That is back up because we need to clap again. Okay. Man, Mercury is in retrograde. Suck. That was a good 25 minutes of the show. I want y'all to know, people, that it's just gone. And here Forever. you're going to hear us clap. And I'm not going to take the time to show you. You're actually going to hear us clap. We're going to clap at 15 seconds. If y'all got it up. Everybody get good? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> so okay. And that Smokey Only thing I'm wor- thing worried about is that Smokey Robinson bit. That was gold. Sorry, baby. Caught, I'm sorry, I baby. Nick. I caught Nick. If I catch Nick, I know I won. <laughs> it was just, the timing was so great, too. It's Crimper Tuesday. It's a great British Bake Off podcast, and we are clearly out of shape recording it because your boy did not push the record button. But it's okay. We good. We good. That's the homie Nick Jew giggling her ass off. I can't get it together. We were having like a great conversation. It's the two one six zone, big app man. What's the word? I'm here. There we here. What if we had got to the end? <laughs> it would not be the first time. I promise you. I, 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 I've gotten deep into into a skim recording before. We're like, mm, didn't push go on that motherfucker, did I? Ooh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's okay. No, the worst is losing a show. Yes, which I... Don't you put that even on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> it's only happened a couple of times in, our, in, our, in, in, like, in the years I've done it, but they are... <laughs> Deadly when you do, and like yeah. I lost it. It's gone. It yeah, ain't nowhere to be gone. found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, of course, us discussing normally the Great British Bake Off, but in this instance, we're going to discuss the Great American Baking Shows 2023 Holiday Special, over available over on the Roku channel, free of charge. You can watch on your computer. If you have a Roku device, you can watch it on your TV. I find watching it on the computer is helpful because I have an ad blocker on and don't get no commercials when I watch it on the computer. Um, pro tip, pro tip. That new shit. Uh, the opening of the show was a little Christmas pageant bit, and I loved it because of just how happy Prue Leaf looked coming out in that sleigh. And I love me some Prue Leaf, and I like how down she is for the bit. And just just I, mischievous little giggles exactly off of the cut. Yeah, just a little grin. <laughs> so, yeah. when, when Prue is happy, the African really shows in her. Like, it really shows. <laughs> Like I'm like yeah I know I know I can tell <laughs> my my other African queen yeah. oh shit I know she don't spank her kids with a shoe before I know it oh yeah they definitely she, yeah, she it do feel like she done hit somebody with a with a with a, with a chancleta ah <laughs> 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 uh, this episode comes in a whopping one hour fifteen minutes our first introduction of our new host Miss Catherine Rose Wilson who goes by Casey. Casey? Cassie. Casey? Casey. Casey. Casey Wilson. Uh, she replaces Ellie Kemper. Uh, she's a writer and an actress and has a pretty decent IMDb page, which, will, of course, will be linked down in our show notes. It's right there at the bottom. People just scroll. It's there, I promise. But, you know, every time we do these things, we, we have a segment. It's our little news segment. It's called Beggars Make the World Go Round. And uh, 
what happens is, you know what I'm saying, we have steps to this. And that is me having to, of course, make sure I'm recording the show going forward. But <laughs> share my screen, hit the entire screen button, make sure I turn the system audio on so my, 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 uh, my, my host here can hear it. Click share. Look at the screen. Know it's working, but still worry that it's not going to work. Then I'm going to push play. Hey, and then they let me know that they hear the music. Make the world go round. West Side. Hey. <laughs> and of course, you get a little ditty that me and my children made together. And I read your news story. In this case, it's going to be about all about our new host, Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson just told me, and I'm, I still got it wrong. This is from the good people where people, the great American baking show celebrity holiday is returning to Roku. With Casey Wilson is the new co-host. And then in parentheses, it says exclusive because it's exclusive to the good people. I go over at people. Uh, Aaron Clack is on the byline. The happy endings. Actors will step into the show's iconic tent alongside co-host Zach Cherry for a star studded holiday baking showdown. Here's the season for a special holiday edition of the Great American Baking Show. The Great American Baking Show Celebrity Holiday will be back on Roku this winter. People can exclusively reveal with Happy Endings alum and Bitch Sess star Casey Wilson stepping on the show's iconic, stepping into the show's iconic tent as a new co-host. Alongside returning co-host Zach Cherry, both will oversee a culinary showdown between six celebrity bakers who have yet to be announced in a holiday-themed edition of the U.S. adaptation of the iconic British baking competition series. The stars will don their aprons, fire up their ovens, and compete for the coveted star baker crown while trying to impress celebrity chefs Paul Hollywood and restaurateur Prue Leaf. Uh, again, I've never heard Paul described as a celebrity chef. It almost seems like it's a bit belittling. <laughs> and I did not know Prue had anything to do with in the restaurant business. And now that I do, I kind of want to look into that. Well, it's on on the Roku channel. It's um, Paul has another show about breaking bread, mm-hmm. and he has like he's blending over the table and he's throwing flour at the camera. Yeah. That's how you can tell he's a rock and roll chef because he has that picture. Like, wow, look at me <laughs> razzle dazzle this shit. <laughs> I would magic, never have man. called him a chef either. Like, I think I would have referred to him as a baker. For sure. I think he refers to himself as a baker. So, again, because it's like, ain't like, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Paul whipping up, you know, a stew or something. The man right. bakes, and he bakes bread in particular. Right. He's very particular about what he bakes. But whatever, you know, I'm not going to roll over this person's article writing, saying, uh, who are both judges on the Great British Baking Show, known in the UK as the Great British Bake Off, and known in this house. Is the Great British Bake Off because we respect. I'm gonna name the Bake Off. We gonna call it Bake Off. off. (laughs) You gonna always be Bake Off to me. (laughs) 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 And since the first look of the Great American Baking Show Celebrity Holiday set to premiere on the Roku Channel on November 10th, reveals the baking tent festively decorated for the occasion with wreaths, twinkle lights, tinsel Christmas trees, boughs of holly, gingerbread houses, and more. Hollywood Leith. Wilson and Cherry also all sit together with a plate of celebrity baked goods in front of them, seemingly discussing the week's challenge. The U.S. adaptation premieres on the premiered on Roku in May with six hour long episodes featuring nine amateur bakers from across the country. Cherry hosted together with the office star Ellie Kemper. Would you call her the office star or would you call her the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt star? 
Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I didn't watch The Office that much, but I have yet to see her on any of the episodes people have shown me. I feel like she's like late season edition, hmm. late seasons edition. Strange, but I think Kimmy Schmidt was only on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, in this country, this was up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but strangely enough, she's in Scott's Tots. Episode. <laughs> I, I feel like somebody has shown me Scott's Tots. I don't remember it. I'm sorry. It's all. It's, it's, uh, no, it's the one episode nobody watches. Like it's wild, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's the most uncomfortable episode. Maybe because it's black people in there, and it's like I, I just, I just can't watch the episode. Just can't do it. <laughs> anyway, the rest of that article will be available to you to read. It's, it's, it's there. I promise you again. It's in your show notes. Just scroll to the bottom of the page. It's right there. It's good. I've already copied it into the notes that I have for here on my computer, so it's real easy. I promise you, they're there, and you'll enjoy the article. It's good stuff. But let's get to it. Let's discuss what we came here to recap and review. And that is the Great American Bank Show 2023 holiday special. Uh, Our celebrity bakers are as follows. Actor Arturo Castro, who I know from Broad City. I've got to watch Broad City. I don't know if you have not. If you have not, it's a real fun show. I feel like I saw a couple of episodes and I maybe was just watching it at the wrong time because everything about it felt like I would fuck with it, and it just didn't grab me. Fair enough. And uh, I say that because I watched Brawl City when Brawl City was fresh. Brawl City may not hold up. Yeah. <laughs> not only it does, it, does it not hold up, Uh-oh. it gets worse as it goes on. Like, the first, oh, couple, no. the first couple seasons are very good. Yeah. It's very much diminishing returns. It's one, one, mm-hmm. What's my man, my man Hannibal Burris is on there? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing him. Uh, yeah. Our next guy is a uh, Denver Nuggets center, DeAndre Jordan. Who yes. Nick, Nick has let us know had I had we made yes. her aware that he was here. She I'd have watched it up. the day it premiered. I would have watched it several times since. There's a moment when he just looks at the camera and smiles, and I'm like, exactly. I, I felt that too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he has some bloke, man. Got to give it up yeah. to him, man. He's charming. But, he's funny. Ex- I'm, exactly. I'm I miss him and um, Blake Griffith being like the the bosom buddies of the NBA. Oh, that's uh, they was they, they, they was holding down Lob City and, and with the Clippers back then. Facts, facts, very good. Uh, forgive me, he, NBA champion DeAndre uh, Jordan. Let's put some respect on his name. <laughs> he, he's mm-hmm. like the he's like the new school John Sally, like. I would hang, I would hang out I'm like man I would hang out with John Sally when when I was eight I was like yeah man John Sally he's he's like I don't know how great he is at basketball but I know he's funny. Well, DeAndre is very he's very uh he's good on camera, very photogenic, but also had a good vibe just in general. I could definitely see him doing other TV stuff after this, just so, like John Sally. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, but a bit of who's our next? Uh, Actor and comedian Joe McHale, who you might know from Community, if you get down with Community. Also, The Soup, if you want to take it back even further. Also, he was in The Bear. <laughs> he was. Yes, Had he a was. Cameo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, comedian, actor, and fellow podcaster Heather McMahon. I don't know her. I don't know nothing about her. But apparently, she was in a movie, Christmas, uh, that Christmas movie, Love Heart. It came out last year. My man, uh, Jimmy O. Yang and, uh, and, uh, some lady who's not familiar to me at all. Was that but Nina I like that movie a lot. What's up? Was that Nina DeBroff? <laughs> was it? 
Uh, okay, uh, you. She's from um, Degrassi, the, the next gen. That is Nina Dobrev. You are correct. Yeah, and so, vampire. She had some. She was on some vampire show, but I remember her from Degrassi. Well, yeah, that was one of it's, it's. 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 I don't really Christmas movies come out every year, but I. Ne- I rarely do I get one. I'm like, oh, I'll watch you again next year. That one I'm probably gonna watch here. Uh, probably actually might watch that tonight. You know, I don't know how y'all talking about it. Oh, what little uh, Batman? What's up? Little Batman? No. Uh, what's it called? Love Hard? No. <laughs> yeah, Love Hard. Love Hard. Isn't it a... Do, don't they have like a Love Actually thing in that movie? I what think, is the... What is the... cat? Well, anyway. Yeah, I think the premise might be like, yeah, you gotta watch Love Actually. Like, this is what happens in it. Mm-hmm. One of those movies is like that, though. And, and Die Hard. Yes. And Die Hard, yes. Yes. Fuck with it. <laughs> uh, actress and comedian Ego uh, Wadham from SNL is on here and uh, gorgeous and great and yeah please thank you yes please I'll, I'll gladly take a heaving help and give that thank you yes uh, and uh, last but not least Bedford Ohio's on if you're from Cleveland you know what's up comedian writer actor and former podcaster Phoebe Robinson former two dope queens uh, queen, two, queen <laughs> is in the building and uh a fun addition to this to this uh, situation. She could be. I if if I'm not trying to kick anybody out the tent, but now that I know that she gets down with the show, she could easily be a host on this show. She could be a Allison. Yes, you know what I'm saying? she 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 is a um, a Hawkins graduate, so she knows she got the tops for anything. That's what's up. So let's get to it, people. Your signature bake this go round: twelve festive sandwich cookies. Got an hour and forty five to make it happen. Phoebe's up top. In fact, she's going for a lemon ornament cookie, a lemon shortbread filled with a lemon buttercream. Heather is going for almond stars. She called them her starfish cookies. Uh, star Almond flavored star shaped cookies filled with a raspberry jam. Eggo's going for matcha Christmas trees, matcha cookies filled with a vanilla buttercream. Nothing said about matcha, about how Paul don't bang up matcha. Nobody looked right? at it twice. Right? Nothing was mentioned. That's some bullshit. I guess he was trying to be nice in front of company. That's exactly what it was. I ain't gonna show out right now, but y'all know mm-hmm. what it is. I hate Joel matcha. is trying to make uh, chocolate peanut butter gingerbread man in quotes because it's just the shape of gingerbread man. They're not ginger in any way, shape, or form. Chocolate cookies filled with a peanut butter buttercream. DeAndre is making, who is our vegan titan the baker, it's our stunt baker this go around. Very unexpected. I did not expect him to come in and be like, I'm plant-based. I'm like, all righty. That's what's up. He's making gingerbread snowmen, uh, gingerbread cookies filled with cinnamon buttercream. Arturo is making a singing branch cookie uh, tree. Cookie. Singing branch cookie. The singing branch was a a branch on his his childhood Christmas tree, apparently, that sang in uh, uh, what he described as a nightmare-inducing or nightmare-like Christmas song. But his mom kept it in on that tree, which is pretty hilarious to me. 
his cookies will are shortbread cookies filled with a chocolate hazelnut buttercream. Shall we judge it? Let's judge it, people. <clears throat> DJ's up first, which is weird. They called him DJ, and I was like, "Do we call him DJ? That we do? We don't call him DeAndre?" I'm, I do. I I maybe I don't know. He's not. We're in the sort of relationship where I don't follow him on social media because I feel like my relationships last longer with men when I don't follow them on social media. You see, me and me and um. What's his name? Craig Robinson. We had a good thing going for several years. Mm. And then I followed him on Instagram and it ended shortly thereafter. Did he say something reckless? He didn't say something reckless, but he had like, he was doing these lives during the pandemic where he would let someone come on and Mm. he let this chick come on. Her name was Nicole and she was like very young and dancing on the stripper pole. And I, I I was mad. Yeah, but she was stripping. I was, I, no, I didn't. I didn't appreciate my man doing like that all in front of everybody. He was entertaining them hoes, and you ain't like that. You're not supposed to do that. I get it. I get it. I overstand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, DJ currently still Nicole's boo. Right. <laughs> his his cookies look uniform. They're attractive, and the biscuit is thin, just like how the Brits like it. It's the flavor is strong, but Prue likes it. The level of ginger slightly burns Paul's mouth. Prue loves ginger, so she says she can take it a bit more than this guy who's a bit of a whip. Well done for his first vegan bake. Which, uh, <laughs> let's discuss right quick. I said, we, one, these are some of the most boring sounding cookies ever. Man. No swag, no panache, no nothing. Cookie, buttercream, cookie, buttercream, cookie, buttercream. I get it. It's easy. It's probably the easiest bake that you can provide for these guys. You don't want them coming out here embarrassing themselves. But then also you kind of do because that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. But but this isn't nailed it. You don't want people coming up fucking up. You want them to bake something good. I just don't understand why you would go on a baking show if you've never baked. Exposure. Not a one of these. Okay, maybe Heather, Heather, because I don't know who she is. This is the first time I've seen this lady. She needs this. I bet you you that lady is extremely white famous. Like, I bet Mm. you if I mention her name at work, six women around me would be like, oh my God, I love her. I listen to her podcast. I I, I need a report by Friday. That I I can't (laughs) use, but white famous? Chef's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm. I think for um, a black middle-aged man, I'm pretty in tune to what white people like for the most part. Like, I, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. But there is a very specific genre of white woman stuff. Like we were talking about Casey being friends with June Diane Raphael, mm-hmm. and they friends with like Suchin Pak and all that. There's like a whole network of white woman stuff, including white women of color, that I would not, I barely know about. Like. Uh, what's her name's podcast? Uh, she has a weird name. Uh, it's gonna come to me, but there's a whole like TikTok heavily, you know, and it just if you get into the right uh algorithm, you unload, but it's not something that I would expect anybody to know. It's I, certainly a blind spot for me, and uh, I, I really feel like she was her and Joel was on 11 about some shit, like when she. It, it, 
She she needed this. This was her time, baby. <laughs> no, she's just like she's just chatty. She yeah. is just like I liked her instantly because she felt like somebody I would know, like a, a friend of mine. But okay. then it was just she would not turn down ever. For what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like she brought her big personality that her mom told her to have on the first day of kindergarten. She was just like can't stop it. This ain't really me, but I can't stop it. <laughs> Bruh, I just typed in Heather, just Heather yeah. in TikTok, and her name is the first one that comes up. She's- so, she, so, again, she don't need it, but this, this bacon, American Baking Show on Roku Channel needs it, and they need yeah. everything they can. All these people saying, hey, I'm on Bake Off or Baking Show yeah. makes, makes their profile that much more uh, larger. So that's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Busy Phillips is the name I was trying to come up with. Oh man, actually, I, 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 I used to fuck with Busy Phillips on 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 many a program, and then yeah, uh, of course, of course, you know, she come from the 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 line of Wilson Phillips, Phillips, and yeah. then therefore comes from the line of the Beach Boys. Yeah, no, it just kind of works itself out. People, Busy Busy Phillips is not a, uh, one of those Phillips. Busy Phillips is not one of Wilson Phillips' children, no. sisters. No, she's not. She was. Busy she's Phillips not. from Freaks and Geeks. No, she is not. I thought she she's related to somebody famous. Show for show. We're gonna look at Miss mm-hmm. Busy Phillips this instant, sir. I am <laughs> I am willing to uh to bet you a I McDonald's. mean her parents are not either of those people. Nope. Busy Phillips is from you right. She's from Chicago. Who is they sister? They had a sister that was not in Wilson Phillips that they that was uh, uh I forgot she, the, the 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 one that was in black and white. I know what you're talking about. All right, there you go. I'm just and I'm confu- I'm just confusing those those particular Phillips Philip right. I thought she was part of that family too. You is yeah, very yeah. right. Yeah. But yes, she I'm has telling, a I podcast. told y'all that too. I was told y'all that too with my white women. Right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, do you listen to her podcast? Which one? Uh, Busy's. Um, I used to like, I, yeah. like I, I know her from Freaks and Geeks and I know uh, with June Diane Rayfield because her, her husband, um, uh, Paul Shear, like, right. I, but I'm saying, do you listen to their podcast? That's the intricacies I'm talking about. Heather is a podcast girl. I'm not, um, I listen to any, uh, if I, if I were to pick up my phone and take a look at my podcast applications, this has nothing to do with baking show. I realize people, but now I got to wonder, I think there is one white woman amongst my, okay. Okay. If we, if we, if we count Nintendo voice chat, there are a couple of white women on that program, but I listen to basically a lot of podcasts. And there's only one one white woman amongst them. And that is Heather Ann Campbell, a writer from Rick and Morty, who was on who uh, is on the podcast. Uh, Get played. I listen to. I had them podcast about video games. I have two. They're both on the same show, and it's the two ladies from the I've Had It podcast. Yes, yes, you've been put us onto that, John. So, all right. Uh, Echoes up next. Her cookies are described as very sweetly decorated. The buttercream is so sweet that it probably needed half as much. And also probably something to cut the sweetness. Paul recommended a lemon zest or an orange zest. Mm. Uh, the decoration Paul likes, it's uniform. There's a slight depth in the cookie. Some are a little thicker, some a little thinner. Overall, not bad. And Prue, of course, thinks they're really delicious. Grandma Prue coming through, making all the babies feel loved. Arturo's up next. Light and crumbly, a delicious biscuit. The filling is delicious. It looks hideous. 
but the textures and flavors are spot on. They look hideous because he makes these these triangles and he sprinkles these little green shapes on there that makes it kind of look like a tree, but had nothing to make the little sprinkles adhere to the cookies. And the first time we recorded this, we discovered the, the idea or the notion that we figure if he would have used like an orange glaze or a lemon glaze, lemon seems to be everybody's flavor mm-hmm. jam over there. A little thin lemon glaze would have been almost pretty much clear, or clear enough, you know, and those, and he could have sh- sh- sprinkled those things brews on there and it would have just looked great and it wouldn't have made for too messy a, a bake. I just, he just fucking shit the sprinkles shit on, on the top cake. of the cookies. Well, of course, Paul, Paul, look at it first and he like, and he picked that cookie up and all those sprinkles just come sloughing off. And he like, okay, so like, he yeah, said, you know, "What is adhering this sprinkles to the cake?" And then he just, and then the next one, he just kind of rub, get a little like, uh, and he like, oh, so nothing is adhering these sprinkles. Dumb shit. Dreams, oh. wishes. So Bijou Phillips is the uh, the Phillips. That's Bijou. the one. That's the one. Oh, you know, Bijou and Busy is wild close in texture, right? And sadly, her husband was Danny Masterson. He is Danny uh-huh. Masterson. Oh, so they uh, yep. they Scientologists? No, well, I don't know if. She... Yeah, they just got divorced. Yeah, they sure did. That, that, that she, she doing wasn't doing like Yeah, she wasn't doing a bit with his ass. Good for her. Ooh, that hurt my that hurt my feelings. <laughs> hurt my soul a little bit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Heather's up next. Some really thick. Some really thin. Some <laughs> overbaked. It's got good jam. Need needed the strong almond flavor to balance out the jam. As it turns out, Heather just put, like freestyle for a little bit and poured a bunch of almond extract into her, and they came and talked to her. Was like, what'd you do? How much does the recipe cost for a teaspoon? And how much did you put in there? Two tablespoons. It was wild. And then she was like, can I fix it by adding vanilla extract? They were like, don't put shit else in it <laughs> at this point. But here we are judging it. As it turns out, the the, the intense almond flavor needed, that needed to exist to balance out with the raspberry flavor. It tasted great. Paul does take issue with the fact that the 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 cookies, the top cookie and the bottom cookie don't match because the bottom cookies was burnt and she put them at the bottom to hide them shits. Unlike like Paul wouldn't go pick it up and go <laughs> and just flip that shit. I don't understand why she didn't just match the cookies together. Just put the darkest part put on the, the inside. Over but then it'd be some cookie racism. We don't need all that. <laughs> right. She was trying to bring it together. You know what I'm saying? And you see what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was called out immediately. Because it was some bullshit. <laughs> Joe's up next. And I, and I like this one because Paul first goes, it looks a bit. And he takes a beat. And he thinks about it. And he goes, well, well you know what? I like the shape of him. Because I don't know what he's going to say, but he stopped himself cold, considered it, and corrected course. Prue was, of course, surprised by how nice they are. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But the texture's good. The feeling's good. The consistency of the feeling, it's a good one, y'all. Is a bit plasticine like. Mm. Joe course, said we don't first, use that word in America. This is the first thing I had to look up on the show, which have you go, let me tell you right now, I'm making the show, I'm writing these notes. I'm like, this ain't feeling like the, like it felt. But then I got this and I'm like, yeah, there you go. Some 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 just some something I get to go fucking look up and go discover and take a journey with you and 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 and, and, and my fellow host and, and you the listener. Let's find out what plasticine is, people. Plasticine is a putty-like modeling material made from calcium salts, petroleum jelly, and aliphatic acids. 
And it was the brand name of the British version of the product. At this point, it's it's become like 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 Kleenex and Band-Aid. It's kind of lost all meaning. Mm-hmm. But uh basically it's what they make, you know, Wilds and Grommet movies out of. And and your claymation drinks out of your, your 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 gumbies of the world. So it's a very specific type of material. And uh Ant pointed out that they apparently are running out of it. It's almost gone. Like like all the notes. <laughs> Damn, that's the sad shit. You been hearing about that? Oh yeah. Man. So wow, um, they the, they they end up with Joel saying, "Hey, not a disaster," which is a sneak diss if I ever heard one. <laughs> like, did you have an expectation of disaster? Why you think it was gonna be a disaster? You don't know me like that. But hey, get back, get back. Phoebe, Phoebe comes in and is, is bringing up the rear, and uh, they say it's an unusual shape and color, which of course we laugh about because that's a. Standard ass Christmas order in 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 America and uh, apparently not so in England. It it looked uh, almost great because I I remember my grandma had a bunch of those and that was the the fancy ones with the inlay in it. It was almost yeah. like you know mm-hmm. like these go in the middle. Y'all don't touch these. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Prue likes what she's done with the pink and that's hilarious because what it is she she uh, has sprinkled these some pink sugar on them. That now what does she do to get those? I guess she put it on there when they were baking, so that's why it adhered. Man, he really could have just put them on there while he was baking, and they probably would have stuck just fine. They're not gonna melt. And I'm so disappointed in Arturo now that I think of further on it. And even if they did melt, it would have helped his cause because he was trying to make a tree branch. Uh, all pretty well rolled. Prue loves the flavor and texture, but thinks it needs more filling because the bisses are quite thick. Uh, looks probably need more time on the according to Paul, but Paul making the fake <laughs> Phoebe really wanted the handshake, and Paul's a uh, handshake fake out is is never not it funny. It's good. just the best thing, and he real good. Like, why did he do that? <laughs> why, why is that? Why does he do that? And why is that so funny? If you had, if you don't know what it is, you you should probably watch. Uh, Phoebe forcing the handshake was also pretty hilarious. Phoebe Phoebe grabbed my man Paul's hand and saying, "We solve racism." <laughs> was great <laughs> and a joke you normally wouldn't get in 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 the tent so it was really real fun uh let's get on down to technical town people our technical I need challenge- that we solved racism is like a gif a little video clip i need to be able to use it frequently at all, at all times <laughs> we just save that somewhere like we'll call this up every now and again I, I feel like you should just use it like when you just accomplish something it's like that part from um the tom hanks movie castaway i said that shit all the time anytime i accomplish something i'm like i have made fire, fire. <laughs> 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 right don't you know for a very long time i kept the lighter on my person just because of that movie listen listen <laughs> and like not no big i kept like a zippo that could light under under the worst of circumstances just because of that flick, I was a changed man after seeing Castaway, y'all. Just want y'all to know <laughs> that movie. Now, never should I be in a situation where I was going to be stranded on an island anywhere, but just right. in case. Just in case. <clears throat> Your technical challenge this week is to make six Sufgan yachts.
Suganyat are jelly donuts. And uh, that explanation was wild. Apparently, these are uh, eaten during uh, Hanukkah. And uh, <laughs> again, I uh, I bang with multiple Jewish people in life. And I've never heard these mentioned. But Ever. also, as it turns out, a lot of Jewish people, most Jewish people, I tell you, don't really fuck with Hanukkah either. <laughs> it's not a high, it's not a high ho- uh, holy day or whatever that you want to describe it. It's not a high holiday. Nowhere to really bang with the Maccabees like that. <laughs> so <laughs> that is that is a uh, capitalism trying to make fetch happen and kind of succeeding in that we all know it. it's on our calendar. It exists, but. Go talk, go talk to people who you would think are getting down with, and they like, nah, we don't really get down with that. They'll do like first night is kind of a big deal for yeah. a lot of families. Yeah, so, well, not that I mean, I'm not a Judaism expert. Hey, <laughs> just I'm just saying, I, I got I got some friends. Yeah, and and they tell you the same. So, uh, here's the deal with these: they need to be uh, filled with raspberry jam, dusted with powdered sugar. And topped with a gold dusted raspberry. Uh, they gave them two and a half hours to uh, do this. Uh, and uh, here are my notes I wrote I don't like this same simultaneous on your market set bake. That is uh, Casey and uh, Zach saying it at the same time. That's not how he gets down. <laughs> I need it on your mark. Then somebody says get set. And then another person says bake. That's what we do. And you just flip it up between challenges. Somebody goes first the first time, somebody goes first the next time. It's that easy. Get the shit together before this next season of American Baking Show, okay? Uh, the recipe they were given is far more detailed than anything they ever give bakers on the regular on regular bake off. Like such very specific instructions, bit by bit by bit. Only thing I didn't say on there was how long they need to prove their dough, mm-hmm. which will of course, you know, become a problem later on for some and not so much for others. So let's judge this. Phoebe's up top here. An unusual shape, good color, not a lot of filling, taste okay, but needed more jam and a better shape. Prue was so mad about the lack of jam in these bad boys. Like, <laughs> this is so stingy. It's so mean to not have no jelly in here. Like, okay, Prue, baby, settle down. Man. We try. <laughs> Where's the damn jam? For sure, for sure. Arturo's up next. Heavy, a decent amount of jam, but really oil. Clearly, the frying oil was not hot enough when they went in, and therefore the dough just absorbed a bunch of the oil. So you end up with this really yucky kind of situation there. Joel's up next. Looks like a boat. Nice icing sugar, but raw inside. <laughs> the dough was not properly risen, meaning it was improved, right? Had they asked for six fritters, would have been spot on. Right. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> How you make a whole different kind of pastry? And why are y'all frying shit on the baking show? That's the first thing I said. I was like, T and Nick ain't gonna like this. No, no. <laughs> so, so once it dawned on me what's going on here, this is all about, and we kind of figured it out last time, this is all about your proving. The rising and proving dough. is just such an important part of most baking situations. Mm-hmm. This is a dough situation here. And you need to make the dough right, and it needs to prove right to therefore then be cooked right. Yeah, I so. wasn't that mad about this, but I was like, oh, here we go with the damn deep fryer. <laughs> uh, Echo, quite dark, properly risen, sort of on its way, not shaped well, over fried, too much of a strong color, but the flavors are there. She said it were, they have a pastry just like that uh, in Nigeria, but they just don't put anything inside of it. So she yes. was familiar with the concept. Yep. Uh, DJ, never seen donuts like these. 
They look like pancakes or UFOs. <laughs> Quite good dough. A bit oily. And then they're like, like Joel Thompson. Oiler than the other ones? You know what I'm saying? Because he's basically trying to clown his own shit out. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the, DeAndre was the only person who knew how to use the deep fryer and didn't look crazy. Like, why were people, they were adding so many extra steps. Just put the put the thing in and then drop the basket. And the <laughs> basket does all the work for you. What were they doing? Uh, <laughs> Again, I don't think these people have ever cooked for themselves. Which they again, makes me, okay, so like maybe maybe I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if they live in New York, they probably don't cook. Fair. You live in New York, you have, you make a decent amount of money. You just order food. You oh, make shit. breakfast like on the weekends. You'll make eggs and shit, or have True. like a dinner party every once in a while. Yeah, I know. And uh, Heather said uh, the she from was from Atlanta. And so that's a big enough city where maybe it's in that vibe, depending on how old she is. But she had yeah, this in the bag and she knew it too. She was like, Oh, I got this. Like we are <laughs> everything in the South. I'm, this, this is me. As for Miss Heather, they like the look of this. It's the right color. The texture is right. The frying is good. Some jam. It has some jam. It's a nice open texture, a decent, a decent donut. That's delicious to brew. Rank them, Joel. The honor of having made the worst donut we've had. Wow! <laughs> wow! Arturo, a bit heavy. Needed longer proving. And uh, in this case, in my notes, I wrote, "You should listen to Phoebe, who told him not to take it out that drawer." Mm-hmm. But there you go. You're doubting people. So it's if I'm listening to anybody, if I'm listen yes. to anybody, it's gonna be the super fan. Yes, because she at least watches the damn show. Correct. Um, is the proving drawer temperature controlled like a a, a wine, a Vinitech, or does it just keep the moisture and the temperature of the room out of the dough? As, as, as I understand it, it is a slightly warm drawer. Okay. So it's it's, it's just enough to keep the, the yeast happy and, and bubbling and doing what it does. Gotcha. So it's, it's like where we keep our extra pots and pans at. Yeah, but some of those ha- are like the broiler, but some of those don't do anything. But when, yeah. okay, so when you put your dough to rise, you put it in the fridge, you leave it out on the counter. What do you do to prove I, at home? It depends. So what I usually do is I'll put the oven on like 250 or, uh, and then I'll turn it off and then, and then put, put it in there and put it on the oven. And sometimes I'll put it on keep warm at that setting. Like my, my mm. oven has a keep warm setting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what I usually do with it under. Fair enough. Uh, DeAndre, not a bad donut. Not perfect. Not a perfect one. A bit greasy. Ego, too dark. You can taste the burn, but the mm. texture and flavor are good. Phoebe, the dough is lovely, just not enough jam, which means Heather comes in first in the technical. Color's perfect. Jam inside, spot on. Texture was really good. Had they been shaped better, they would have been perfect. So just this side of not not no of not perfect, which is all right. Oh goodness me. <laughs> Our showstopper. Nick you were you showstopper? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? It gave me a little bit of perspective because all of the times that I was not show stopped in the actual show, some of these cakes looked kinda like the shit that we saw. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. 
Uh, they want them to make a favorite childhood toy, basically mm. into a cake, three and a half hours to complete. It's basically take one of your, 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 your dope Christmas gifts and uh, make it happen in cake form. And I don't feel like that. <laughs> I get it. That's a, that's a, that's a good and interesting idea. I don't think anybody did it. No. And in fact, I think they reached for toys that they thought would have been easy to cake up <laughs> or cake into. And therefore, well, no, I, I, I truly believe DeAndre really enjoyed the, the, the toy he made. And I think Phoebe really did fuck with video games. Like, like she said, she did. I just don't think uh, it was illustrative in, 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 in what they, in what they created here. Why would you make black fondant? Why? Mm. Genesis controllers are black. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it just did. It looked like a big I, I, black blob. I get it. I truly do. And, uh, and I knew that was a Genesis from that long ass start button she put on there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's going to make a drum kit cake, a chocolate sponge filled with chocolate ganache coated with in a chocolate hazelnut uh, liqueur buttercream. That, just reading it out to you makes me want to yawn. Nothing yeah. about this seems interesting. A drum cake. You're just making a, a cylinder. You're just making mm-hmm. at that point. You're mm-hmm. sure have at it. Uh, Eggos is making easy bake cake. So, uh, and and cow, I, that is I, that at least is interesting to it. Uh, she's making a red velvet cake filled with cream cheese buttercream. Again, as I run down this list again, it's the same thing as the cookies before. It's cake. It's buttercream. It's cake. It's buttercream. It's boring. Is what it is. Phoebe is going for a controller cake, blue velvet sponge with cream cheese buttercream. I, if she been, had she been had she been able to just call call a spade a spade, she would have said, "I'm making a Sonic the Hedgehog cake," because mm. that's what she was doing. Yes, mm. and she just was unable to say that because you know it's mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ was making a game console cake. He's making a Game Boy, but again, they said Game Boy too. They when they're in discussion, but they didn't really come out the pocket and say, you know, he's making a Game Boy cake. Vegan chocolate sponge filled with peanut butter buttercream. Heather, <laughs> just let us know that she had a. She's a wild old lady when she was a little kid. And what she wanted was an electric blanket. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a uh, strawberry sponge with layers of strawberry, like glaze and a strawberry buttercream in, bet- in betwixt everything. And Arturo is going for a twister cake, an eggnog sponge with an eggnog buttercream. That to me is the most interesting and most holiday like of all these bakes right here. And uh, I wish it had worked out for him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's judge these things. Arturo, they like the top. Because it's made to look like the game Twister. And so he, he did put some effort into that. And it actually was pretty well, interestingly decorated. But His also, cake was the one that reminded me of somebody else's showstopper cake. Oh, do tell. Do tell. Okay. I can't remember who it was. And when he put it down, I was like, I remember somebody putting a cake this size and about this amount of decoration down. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, sponge. <laughs> so they say, they look at it. They're like, wow, this is well decorated. That's a decent job. And then they cut into that bad boy and they're like, mm, this sponge looked underbaked. <laughs> they, they love the eggnog flavor, but the cake texture is all wrong because it's 
raw, raw, but they didn't say raw. They wouldn't. They were nice. It's raw in the middle, but it's charming look. They like the flavor. It's just not good on the texture. That goes up next. She, they like the color, like the design. It cuts so easily. It looks like a beautiful cake. Very light, nice texture. Delicious icing. Would have wanted more icing in the middle, in fact. Paul really likes it for such a rich sponge. A little bit of grain, which could have been mixed out, but otherwise well done. Prue thinks it's fantastic. Uh, DeAndre, level and the shape is particularly good. A bit solid. Claggy. But in this case, <laughs> DeAndre, like, I left college a little early. What does claggy mean? Paul's like, I didn't even go to college. Let me tell you what claggy means. That's and I'm like, UK shit, brother. All right, all right, bro. And they describe Claggy, but when they describe Claggy in DeAndre's case, they don't mean it offensively. They're like, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You pulled off something here with a vegan cake because most vegan cakes can't make this happen. Mm-hmm. So like, they're like kind of impressed that he managed to make a Claggy vegan cake because mm-hmm. it's something that normally only would happen in a in a regular standard cake. So it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting, bro. You might have pulled something off here, which I think is kind of dope. I was not. I was not mad at DeAndre this entire competition. I think he had a decent showing. Yes, yes. Uh, even if you weren't vegan, you would enjoy that cake. Mm-hmm. Well That's done. High compliment. For sure, for sure. Joseph next looks beautiful, very festive. The sponge texture on the hand there is not right. And Paul asks, "Did you use oil in this?" And Joe like, "Yeah, vegetable oil." And Paul's like, yep, that's it. Yeah. And then Joe said, they're like, you can taste that? And I'm like, you can't? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but he says uh, it affects the bake. And 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 so it probably needed longer in the oven. Uh, but they love the way it looks. The flavor is actually kind of lovely. They like the little crunchy bits. The ganache could have been lighter. Paul thinks he probably should have put whipped cream throughout it. And would have you know made for a fluffier kind of ganache filling situation, and therefore a lighter a lighter overall you know situation. Uh, but considering what he did yesterday, they're like, "This is fantastic." I didn't think he took too much of an L the first time. They like said they liked this because they just they thought the filling was a little off. But he did come in last and tactical, so I kind of understand that. Heather's up next as a as novelty cakes go, very impressive. The blanket is beautifully done. Prue loves the little scalloped edges. It's really well decorated for for what you know, saying for like just a person who out here baking cakes. Yeah, because they were like, it's going to be horrifying, um, and it didn't look too bad. No, not at all, not at all. Certainly, taste of strawberries. The sponge on it, although, is quite dense, and in fact, the sponge is claggy. In this case, it is not complimentary. Paul takes it, but it's touching the cake, and then he basically makes a little ball out of it. <laughs> he says it's pretty much raw, but what I actually think it is is just a more it's more Americanized bake. This is the moist cake we've been sold on TV for all our lives. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, it's probably just the wrong way to be doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like we've been talking wrong this commercial, like it's like yeah. that's how you tell if the cake is moist, and then they put the. The fork down. They put a it. fork in it and press down, and like you know, what I'm saying like this is it. This is what you're trying to get now with. As it turns out, that's actually just very wrong. That's more of a pudding, mm-hmm. and that'd be great if you're selling me pudding, but you're not. You're trying to sell me cake, and cake should be a light sponge. And trust me, as I've gone through the years of watching Bake Off, and I'll be getting cakes now, and I'll be like, they done fuck this whole cake. I'll be knowing it now, and it's like I don't know if mm-hmm. I need this. Mm-hmm. 
you shouldn't have gave me that kind of power. Now I got that. Now I got the, this, this data point to work off of, but I know when the cake ain't right. Then I'm a big old cake snob and it takes a terrible turn. I get real Virgo on that shit. Uh, this, the design is terrific and beautifully done, but the texture is a bit disappointing. Phoebe's bringing up the rear. A little rough and ready, but the find that really helps with that. You know what I'm saying? The little circle on the top and a little, it's definitely the Sonic logo, y'all. It's just Sonic ain't in the middle of it. <laughs> Paul pulls the, I don't like it. I love it. And the I pause was, between yeah. that like and that love sucked Man. the air out of the room for me and just beat. I was like, oh, okay. He got me. And then, and then like right before the silence broke, I went, oh no, he loves it. And okay. we, we basically said it at the same time. I was so happy for her though. For sure. Uh, a very, very good sponge. The three layers equals more filling, which remember that's what they wanted in the Eggos cake. It's all very symmetrical. It all, it's a great looking cake. Well done. She made a blue velvet, y'all. And it's like, it looked intensely blue, but I was like, yeah, that's what you want for a Sonic cake. Yeah. And not, so not that, what's up? Not that you're saying you that. It was like, it's even more impressive now that I realized it was a fucking Sonic cake. And the yeah. fact that she couldn't really say what would have made it even doper was it doper, but it probably wouldn't have worked. It's having a yellow icing. That or some red shoes on top of that bitch instead yeah. of controllers. With, with, with the with the pilgrim belt belting um uh, and all. Yeah. yeah. So, gold rings. Yeah, it's some it's some things we could have did that, that and and who knows? Like I said, she in the state and the rush and the in in a thinking process. So but yeah, yeah, some things. I was going to say they were really impressed with Ego's red velvet. So for her to like even take it up a notch was yeah. like really yeah. cool. Yeah, they yeah. fought backstage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your star baker for the Great American uh, Baking Show Holiday Special 2023 is one Phoebe Robinson. The dope queen herself did the damn thing, and I love it. Earned. Really was. I, I, I like said she did she did really well in the signature and did really well in sec came second in tech and uh and then you know what I'm saying, basically first in uh, showstopper, which is uh as as it should be. So I And she was holding hands walking off with Paul. She was like, Are you married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she asked him that early in the game and he was like, No. And I was like Prue was like, I- I'm kind of sick of these two flirting with each other. Y'all, y'all right. kind of chill. <laughs> right. Like, if I find out ever in life that them two made it, made made something happen, I'd be okay with that. Because I believe that she really is attracted to him. Like that seems to be her wheelhouse. I mean, we yeah. all got a deal. So it, uh, Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland, UK do connect. Fair. <laughs> Fair, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that. If Rich Paul, if Rich Paul and Adele can be married, because they, they did say they was married recently, right? Well, she will say, but he hasn't said so yet. I don't even know what to do with that. He is from East Cleveland, so, you know. Not Cleveland. Type of the, get a, <laughs> he's from East Cleveland. <laughs> play that close to the chest, boy. <laughs> he ain't going to play. I'm going to not say anything, just in case. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Just trust us on this one, okay? <laughs> we, we be out here knowing. Uh, you know what I, I I should probably do is just check uh check our uh, uh our, some our feedback situation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I didn't even think about that, but 
do some little cracky cracks here. I'm almost positive we had some interaction on the at least at least one on the uh, on the Spotify page that I have not peeped yet. But let me hit the email just in case. No, 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 in the email, no, the email. We do have just a, a singular interaction on on the finals episode of the of, of Bake Off. Uh, Bevy 19 series six, 2015 winner was Nadia Hussein series five winner was Nancy birth whistle. If we have to wait for a new season to listen to y'all again, pretty please recap, review these, these two series. Okay. 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 That <laughs> you've made a request. I just, one, you're going to get this episode and probably going to be kind of surprised. <laughs> so, we gave you something. Yeah. You a little something, something, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens in series six and series five. All right. Oh, my, my question was, what was your, what was your favorite? Uh, the question was, what is your favorite Bake Off series so far? And then, and then that, that's her answer was season Who six. Who are those winners? Nadia and... And Nancy. Yeah, I've seen both of those. Yeah. I, so, I, I'm excited yeah. to go back um, and watch some of the ones like that's on on the Roku channel. Yeah. They got um, some of the older ones with, uh, with Mary Berry. Um <laughs> Not Mary and Barry, but you know, still pretty good. <laughs> the bitch set me up. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh man, y'all missed a. a I want y'all to know. Again, man, y'all missed a Hanukkah joke. <laughs> that you just had to. You had to get there. And and I'm sorry that you don't get it, but I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I got the experience. <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking, could, could we recreate it? I was just like, nah, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> Chinooka is the really shit ever, Red Smokey. I love you, man. <laughs> it, it was the, just the way you said, I don't even know what it is, but happy. happy <laughs> uh, it, it, I mean, I know, like I said, they did set them up because, like, because ever since I've seen that bit, every time I see Hanukkah, it is what an H. And he was just like, What is Chinooka? Because even if you just go to the grocery store, you do see Hanukkah. It do say it up there. I've seen it with the C a lot, though. See, I mean, it's like the FedEx sound to me right now because, like, every time I've seen it since, it's always been with an H. I have not yeah. seen the C in so long. And it's just like, they sent my nigga, they sent him up. <laughs> they would be a fantasy and putting that C up there. And when he when he go to, uh, to Mervyn's to the store, he'd be like, that's an H. Ain't no C there. <laughs> yeah, even my phone got to spell with the H. It ain't, it ain't, Apparently, it, there are 20 variations of the spelling. See? Chinooka is the more traditional spelling. Yeah, it's always somebody like, yeah, I spell color like this. I put a U in my. I throat. spell check with a Q and a U, my guy. Yes. That's how he gets down. It's always somebody. Oh my gosh! All right, when next we meet, assuming okay, here's the deal: we are because we already discussed this as a group, as a, as a as a family. In theory, next thing is going to be Great American Baking Show. It should come around the spring, but if between there and now we sit there and we get the itch, because the itch arrives. We'll probably go back and hit you for what do we say season one? Just that first one, or we could do one of the requested ones. 
Okay, that, 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 that's fine. So you might get a five and you might get a, 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 a five and six, I think is what, was what she just said. And so that's quite possible that more toward, mm, let's go with February. <laughs> as a little, as, as, as a little tied you over. Like it's the rain. In, 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 oh, for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, that'd be dope to do Nadia because you know, saying she black. <laughs> so that'll probably be when next when next we we come together to 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 do this. Unless I'm shit. Although I do kind of really want to see because this uh the New Year's one for this year got uh some people we fuck with on it. So, uh, but that's in the the UK version of it, which means I'm I'm at the you know send y'all the link and so forth. Y'all know what it is. But there's also like all these American holiday baking shows and things are happening. Like there's some stuff over here that, you know, it, we'll have a um, post-production chat about it. For sure. For sure. So don't think, don't think we're going away for too, too long is what it comes down to. But we get to tell you uh Merry Christmas for, you, for those celebrating. Uh, Happy Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. Though that has well and true passed. But you know, for next time. <laughs> you never we never know when you're gonna listen to this. You may not you may listen to this next time. Happy so Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa for those celebrating. Happy Feast of St. Stephen's. That's Boxing Day for those who gets down. Happy, happy Diwali. It passed. Yes, definitely already happened. I'm like, wait, wait I know Diwali uh-huh. happened. <laughs> I'm just covering everything that has happened since Thanksgiving. Fair, fair. Uh and of course, uh Happy New Year, 2024. 24 karat gold, baby. We out here. And it's gonna be lovely. That is, of course, Nick you. Uh Y'all were talking about a song on Regular Skim that I was like, I swear I imagined this song, but apparently I must have just had an original copy of Doggy Style. Yeah. 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 G's up on down. Yeah. Yeah. This for the G's. This for the, I'm still, un, I'm very unhappy with how they place it on this, uh, this uh, 30th anniversary, which I wish they would have put in the effort that it deserved. But alas, they did not. I love Pump Pump, but it, it is it does come in abruptly after that. Yes, skit. facts. That is, of course, uh, the two one six zone Tatum. I believe in collective work and responsibility. Kooji Chakalia, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say seven thirteen. Thank you for baking with us. Catch you next time. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.